You're listening to SBS News. Australia could be the gateway to colonizing the moon and faraway planets as major space agencies and private businesses across the globe gear up for International Space Race 2.0 or the next phase of space exploration. Australia's position in the race and how it can best capitalize on the immense opportunities remains unclear, but astronomy analysts suggest it will be more as a partner and a facilitator than Australia launching manned missions by itself. Professor Simon Driver works with the International Centre for Radio Astronomy Research in Western Australia. He says the country's location makes it crucial for space agencies like NASA in the United States to go through Australia for successful manned missions to Mars and other planets in the near future. If you're going to have a, a colony, um, whether robots or whether a, a, a colony of people on the moon, they will want continuous communications. And as long as the Earth rotates, any time we see the moon high in the sky here, they would have to be communicating um, through Australia. So I think there's inevitably a need for three very major communication hubs, one in the US, one in Europe, and one in Australia. And I think in 20 years' time, you know, you'll, you'll find that we'll have these three massive hubs, and Australia has the opportunity to be the gateway to space uh, for any moon or, or Mars, Mars colonies in the future. Australia's location also makes it a potentially key player in clearing space debris and monitoring the Southern Hemisphere. Professor Driver says the European Space Agency leading the initiative to clear space debris would benefit from a partnership with Australia. Um, we're obviously blessed with, with clear skies down here, so we can monitor the skies, uh, both at radio wavelengths and, and also optical wavelengths with optical telescopes. And you can see um, the space debris circling and before you launch a billion-dollar satellite through that screen of material, you pretty much want to know how everything is moving and, if possible, um, start to eliminate it. And that's something that certainly is being um, developed, um, again, I think, in, um, out of Canberra. The European Space Agency has a space situational awareness program seen by Australia's space industry as a tremendous opportunity. The program is designed to detect and forecast space weather events and avoid any adverse effect on in-orbit and ground-based infrastructure. Australian Space Agency Deputy Head Anthony Murfett says the newly launched agency is exploring more opportunities for providing information which would benefit the commercial use of space. With the increase in uh, commercial use of space, that does mean that um, those operators need more information about uh, objects that are in orbit uh, around uh, the Earth. From there, uh, we're exploring with industry and considering you know, what opportunities will exist for industry to provide those type of capabilities. And so some examples, there are companies that are looking at um, providing permanent custody of um, objects in space. The debate on the international use of space escalated after United States President Donald Trump earlier this year announced US plans to establish a space force. Amid all the discussions, Australia launched the Australian Space Agency with the federal government recently releasing the charter for it. The agency is set to capitalize on the multi-billion dollar aeronautical industry, with a review forecasting the local space industry will be worth $12 billion by 2030. But some critics believe the agency established on a $41 million budget will have to overcome certain challenges to transform the local space economy into a multi-billion dollar industry. The former chairman of the Space Industry Association of Australia, Brett Biddington, cites a need for big international space players to invest in and build the Australian space economy. Now, I haven't seen evidence yet of large companies opening their wallets. 
I've seen evidence of some um, venture capitalists backing some small companies. That's great, but I think that the government will be looking to see what some of the very big space companies do. If Boeing Space, if Lockheed Space, if Northrop Grumman Space, if Talos Space, if uh, Airbus Defence from the U- from Europe, if these companies start to invest significantly in Australia, then that will be a signal to government uh, that that there is um, an economy here to be built. If they don't invest, then that whole purpose of the agency to create that sort of environment for investment. I don't think is likely to succeed. Joy Joy Shi, SBS News. If you enjoyed this, you can find more SBS features on our website or from your favourite podcaster like iTunes, Spotify, Acast, Stitcher or Wooshka.